Welcome back to the Levity Zone. Yours truly, Dr. Bruce, was recently on tour, a magical mystery tour of epic proportions in August and into September of 2017. I started out journeying with dear friends Michael Moore and Samantha Sweetwater and our performing crew, including DJ Dissolve, up to Oregon for the Symbiosis Eclipse Festival. This was a spectacular creation of nine cooperating festivals held on a beautiful Grand Prairie among the pines in eastern Oregon near Prineville. We performed our first show together, Song of Saros, all about the eclipse, on a funky, gorgeous stage at the Fringe Theater. Next, I presented talks in the Hub on the origin and future of life, happily holding up the August issue of Scientific American, bearing the new origins of life on its cover, and an article within, co-authored with my colleagues on our new approach to the science of life's beginnings on land over four billion years ago. In the midst of all this wonderfulness, and the glorious art and music of the festival, on the morning of Monday, August 21st, I sat with a dear friend of old, John Zielinski, and neighbor and co-traveler Michael Moore, as we witnessed the great American eclipse of 2017. Join us now on that hillside above the eclipse stage, as we and thousands of others witnessed a once-in-a-lifetime union of darkness and light, and entered into a group transformation of consciousness that you can profoundly hear in all the combined voices of astonishment. We boys then wax poetic at possible meanings for a cosmic occurrence so perfect as this that it suggests the power of beautiful chance that pulled us into being. And the musical group Schmangel, on stage below us, provided a beautiful and melodic surprise from 50 years ago for the gobsmacked crowd. So here we are, the three buddies, Michael and John and Bruce, at the Eclipse. It's at 80 percent, and people are starting to get uh, beautifully activated, and it's amazing that our moon is covering over the sun on this August 21st, 2017, here in the, is it, what is it called, the Grand Prairie of Oregon, the Eclipse Festival? Yes, at the Eclipse Festival, and there are 30 to 40,000 rainbow joyers, rainbow joyers. Rainbow joyers. Yeah, it's been more of the joy. Rain, rainbow voyeurs. And, <laughs> and voyagers, there's been some rainbow voyagers. Here and it's been it's been so upbeat and polite and uh, beautiful and, and for us very gentle as well. Very so. gentle. This has really been the best festival I've ever been at, and we've reunited with John Zelinsky, who's yeah. sitting right here uh, in our little radio show. Who's uh, so totally happy to be here after a ten-year sojourn up in Oregon. This is my official returning. Returning, visit. yeah. Returning in spirit, never to leave again. Never to leave again. And uh, what's your feeling as we approach totality? My heart is totally so excited and open, and my eyes are teary, and I'm so happy I found you guys. <laughs> and I'm just so happy to be here. We're happy to have found you again, and look forward to seeing you down in our, our Shire 
and uh, <laughs> we're love brothers, you know. Oh, yeah, we certainly are. I'm wearing my plumage today and my clips outfit. With well, how would you describe it? Rainbow Joyager to the max. <laughs> yeah, you definitely, definitely here in fine feather. Here in fine feather, <laughs> ruffled feather. <laughs> uh, I don't see the ruffle from here. <laughs> and uh, tonight we're going to go out on a beautiful, uh, a beautiful sojourn for uh, a walkabout. A walkabout. Walk and uh, uh, here, there they go. We're about, we're about 90% right now. And you can hear we're on the hillside above the eclipse stage where the harp just played. Michael's looking through our mead. Yeah, yeah the earth harp just earth harp just played, and Michael's looking through our mead uh, spy glasses with uh, eclipse coverings. You can see it clear. Could see uh, could see the uh, sunspots earlier. And we're camping with Lauren and Rachel Carpenter and Samantha Sweetwater and Michael Garfield. It's and pretty spectacular. Just this wow, it's starting, folks. Exactly, exactly starting to cover the sun. Perfectly positioned. Unity and diversity here. The marriage of the sun and the moon. This is the unity of day and night, the day-night cycles that may have made us. Videotaping the shadow going across. Day-night cycles that may have made us four point something billion years ago are unified here for us. Oh, it's so close. Just presented our hypothesis of the origin of life talk uh, the last two days and and talked about that and we did a show at the Eclipse Theater and talked about the the uh, 1800 mile an hour shadow racing toward us right now. It's going to come plowing through us in moments here, in a minute or two, right across this grand great prairie. What a glorious moment this is and for you with a Levity Zone listener. Want to take one last look? Yeah. Maybe close to the, the naked eye, the naked eye period. You can actually take it with naked eye, huh? You can, yeah. You can. I mean, be be cautious, but you can. Wow, it's still very light out, uh, oh, even with very light. even with this amount of sunlight. So the atmosphere may go sepia tone. We may see molecules in the air. Wind may blow. Animals may may rustle and go with us. So, do you think the phone then could get a shot of it? Probably. I think I'll, I'll leave those pictures to others. Yeah, that makes sense. So, one more look. Wow, it's it is definitely a crescent moon, <laughs> crescent sun. Oh wow, this is so incredible. You want uh, your glasses back, Bruce? No, John, did you take a last look? I, I did. Okay. Thank you. So, last impressions before we enter totality? Yeah, here you go. Oh, impressions? It's a fine time to be here now. It's a fine time to be here. I'm looking through the glasses. It's, It's taking its time. It's pausing for a moment. 
The big dark, the dark eye will be looking at us soon. The eye that observes us in no judgment whatsoever, but in appreciation and beauty for how we've evolved to the point where we can love and appreciate this world and the cosmos and look back on ourselves and enter the fifth spiral of self-awareness. The self-awareness not of self but of the whole planet and the whole Gaian ecosphere and, and the entire uh, history, our history and what made us. We're starting to get a dim sepia color. Wow, it's, a, it's like a needle on either end, a sliver. Tiniest little sliver of sun. Little sliver of sun. And the, 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 the color is changing. The edges are starting to come in. The edges are coming in? The little crescent is getting smaller. Oh, right. right. They're like, they're, they're getting like water flowing to one point. Whoa! It's in the atmosphere around us, it's like dusk, but it's dusk everywhere. Right. What a great viewing spot on this slope by these beautiful yellow Looking sages. Looking the eclipse stage. <laughs> the eclipse stage itself. Wow. I'm going to smell some sage here. If you pick, pick some of this and... Yellow mm. sage. It's a sage-like thing. The grand oh, it's getting really, really it's starting, it's starting to get golden. Oh, it is definitely getting darker outside. It's amazing how much at 95% that the sun it's can put out so, so much, much light. So much light. So much light from the tiniest sliver. The tiniest sliver. Wow, the, the hush, uh, you can feel a bit of a hush now. And you can feel the emotion of it, the feeling of it. Oh, you can almost behold it, but it's still mighty bright. <laughs> Do you want to get the last sliver view? Are you doing a video? Yeah. Okay. Wow, it's, it's like not really noticeable yet. You could be walking through the woods and not quite notice what was going on. So it must have frightened our ancestors to suddenly have the sun go. But the Greek, the genius astronomers and craftsmen that made the Antikythera device knew when these were coming. They could predict it. You know, in 2200 years ago with the 53 gears, and so the Antikythera was one of its roles was predicting eclipses. Whoa, the sepia tone is now happening. Wow. It's definitely getting dark. We're getting ready to go. Okay, we're, we're back and we're starting to get the, oh, the dimming is happening, the dimming. Yeah, oh, here goes the crowd. Yeah. Still a sliver. Still a sliver. Wow, it's just a beautiful orange sliver. What a blessing we have no cloud cover. 
Oh, oh. So the shadow should just about whap across us, folks, in some direction. From above to below. From above so below. Oh, the great conjunction. It's happening. Boy, it's still it's so crystal. bright. It's, it's really quite bright. It's still so bright. It just, Whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. It's the slivers disappearing. Basically, there we go. The slivers going, 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 going. Whoa. Yeah, get some good shots, folks, of a panorama or a... It's so... that were coming off. That's the sun shooting out ions and shooting out gas. Yes. Yeah. 
Wow! Wow! Woo. Well, it was dramatic how dark it became. It wasn't completely dark, you know, it was just, wow. You guys took pictures? Yeah, yeah. yeah. video the entire time. Video? Yeah, video. Oh, wow. Whoa. This is a great place to view it. Oh, yeah, this was a good spot. Good choice, Bruce. It's just so. I really like. I really like a yellow. Yeah, yellow. that's what I thought. It'd be nice. Yeah. You want to look through as it comes back. You see, you take the filters off, and you can directly look. Wow, it worked out. Here comes the sun. Da 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 da. Here comes the sun. It's all right. It's all right. It was fairly short. It was less than a minute. It was short. Yeah. But we had totality. We did. Certainly. That was definitely a total experience. We did. Oh. Isn't that amazing? It's like it's hard to believe. I know that suddenly there's this this the, the eye the ring suddenly there's this thing. I, I just can't. I'm beyond words. I just can't yeah. describe. It was a feeling. <laughs> it's like, uh -huh. Wow! It's just like this thing looking down on you from another universe. Yep. And this wisp coming out. Three massive bodies perfectly lined up. Yeah, three massive bodies perfectly lined up. Sun. Whoa. Sun. Ah, here sun. comes the sun. And now it's, it's yeah, it's now coming out. Whoa. Oh. This was definitely worth having. Oh, yeah. Once that. we popped these off, and you guys, did you see? Oh, yeah. The little... Uh, little dots or sort of little jewels almost there's one on one side and that was a mountain probably a valley system mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i could see that a little bit of it yeah and that that's how that's how close it is that's how tight it is that, that you can you can study the contours of landscapes on the moon this way did the moon block it blocked out the sun totally right? totally yeah. yeah so bruce tell me how did that happen without a conscience intent? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Here's, here's my explanation. You want to hear my explanation? From the rocket science, yes. From the rocket science. The perfection of this, this e eclipse, of this event, indicates how we were pulled forth into reality and how we're the perfection of all this. Mm. So the fact we have a large moon like this helped pull us into existence. The fact we had a sun that was stable like this helped pull us into existence. So perhaps the very position of the moon has something to do with pulling ourselves into existence. Or it may be just a wonderful message to us from the cosmos that you're perfect, you know, I love you, uh, you're here, you're my greatest creation. And here's a show. And know, so the, show chances, for it. the chances of it being so perfectly positioned, so impeccably, ideally positioned to just barely do the total like that. Mm -hmm. So what, what aspect of consciousness, if any, helped um, set that up? I think it's all in union. So perhaps... You know, this is perhaps beyond our beyond our mental ability. 
Well, it's beyond our mental abilities to figure this out, but it's not beyond our hearts and our whole spirit, like our field of, you know, you could call it energy or intelligence or whatever. Um, I think that this is helping our evolution, that this, these eclipses pull, pull us forward further mm -hmm. and, and always have. It created Egyptian religions and Osiris herself, I think, uh, as Lauren was saying. And so this is just another factor pulling us forward. And so it, it's sort of true by definition, in a sense. And and we're it's but it's perfection. We're the perfection out of accident. And the cosmos grew large enough to create us. It, it grew large enough to create probably a few things like us, not too many. Uh, but we have we we're coming to learn to appreciate the miracle of this in what is um, something like that. <laughs> well. And the lining up of large astronomical bodies, whether straight in conjunction or in 90 degrees, has always been really important in all the astrologies, in the Chinese astrology, Western astrology. It's always been important. Mm -hmm. Last, The last eclipse in Hawaii, that I felt so much energy coming out of the Earth straight to the sun. Mm. I just sat in and felt the, the flow so quickly. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot to it's feel a healing. for it this time. I, I feel a healing from this. I feel a calming, that there's a beautiful, bigger force that, that cares and is washing over us and saying, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's okay, it's a beautiful world, <laughs> and uh, rocks are still rolling down hills. <laughs> gravity, gravity has not been affected. <laughs> gravity, gravity, yeah, gravity created us. Gravity, I call it the great, I call gravity the great forger. Because oh. without gravity, there would be no elements and True. no great complexity. Gravity is the great forger, and so gravity operates this show, mm -hmm. you know, completely. Yeah. And gravity is the first complexifier. It's the first uh, hammer and tongs kind of a, you know, a, 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 a monger that makes. But then we emerge out of the, uh, you know, the, the pellets and blades and Cynthia, mm -hmm. that the Scythia, that the, uh, the, the, the gravity forger has has forged. So something like that. I have no idea. I'm just babbling here. It's the strange and wonderful attractor. The strange and wonderful attractor. I I think it is simply a lower octave or perhaps a higher octave, what we ultimately think of as love or that opening moment where you you look and you perceive and you go, oh, this is nice. I, I'm opening myself to this. I love this. I would like to have this experience more and more. I move towards this with open arms. And so the gravity is along that lineage, either a higher or a, or a lower octave of that you're emotion. Re you're relating gravity to love. I am. To, to that which, which uh, you could say is love. Whatever that 
feeling is that moves you towards something with open arms, saying yes, yes, a thousand times yes to this and more of this. And gravity is the great embrace when the body feels held. Yeah. And we're held against the earth by its love and the earth's warm receive, perhaps. And gravity related to the origin of life, to love, and to the origin of love. The origin of love. Ah, cool. <laughs> well, that's that's a, a wonderful sharing of three buddies on a hillside in Oregon. It's a very lifted and high state community at this point of 35,000 people. Yeah. Once in a lifetime for many. Once in a lifetime. Lasting moments that, that are so precious. Philosophers 3. Philosophers 3. <laughs> and you heard it here uh, on the, uh, the Levity Zone. Here we are again. Yes, and here we are. Levity is the counterbalance to the gravity. KPLS. So, yes. Eclipse. <laughs> What's that? KPLS, the Eclipse Radio Station. All right, KPLS, right. Eclipse Radio, reporting <laughs> yeah. in. Eclipse Radio, just started. Interrupting Guys, our regular programming. It's the best concert of the universe. Hello. Beautiful, man. Concert of the universe. Yes. What is it? Concert of the universe. Beautiful yes. music it is. Say it again. The concert of the universe. Ooh. And goo. Wow. It's woo and goo. It's woo and goo together. Yes. Now, <laughs> uh, on this hillside of colored umbrellas and hippie styles and dubstep styles. And, and beautiful people. Beautiful people. Just happy, beautiful shiny. Beautiful people, shiny, a beautiful moment. Ooh. The shiny uh. people department. And they're flowing back now toward the eclipse stage, and they're gobsmacked, as the English might say. <laughs> and they're going to have a wonderful day, beautiful clement weather, just a tiny bit of overcast, which really didn't affect the, the visibility at all. And, ah. Here comes the sun by the Beatles, which, of course, I had to remove. Oh, that was good, good. <laughs> Definitely. Well, Can't undo that. <laughs> Not to be undone. So it's amazing. It's only about 25% of the sun is back, but it's instantly so bright, even with a sliver. It shows how the sun is powering us so completely and beautifully. And uh, what was the most amazing about it was it goes from bright, uh, the light, and then suddenly there's the ring, there's the annulus, there's the prominence is pouring out, and they were in four directions. And they go out millions and millions of miles, you know. And we can see what the sun does, you know, the solar wind and the prominences, and yeah, and uh, we're done here. We're complete. A part of our lives are, are complete now. Um, 
Find a wonderful set of photos from the Eclipse Festival and our little threesome of buddies viewing the totality from that hillside all on the page from this episode of The Levity Zone, number 58, at www.levityzone.org. After the eclipse, I journeyed to another festival in Oregon and then onwards to return to Burning Man after a three-year absence. Our performing crew joined me there, and we put on more shows, and I did a series of talks, many of which will make it to the Levity Zone in the coming months. Thanks go to John Zielinski for taking the photo of Michael and I in the cover art for this podcast, and to Mystical Sun for providing fresh new music from his gorgeous new album, Altitude. In closing, I want to acknowledge myself, that's your Dr. Bruce, for finally making it to two life's dream goals. The first, becoming a scientist, with his name and model published in Scientific American, dreamed about since my teen years. And second, being born again on the festival stage as a performer, a passion of mine since my mid-thirties. And I hope, dear listener, you will continue to journey along with me here for many years to come.